oh, you know what our business is then? Hmm. Is we start, we start traveling people across the country. Wait, are we travel agents? Which we become for travel wealthy agents women who want to for retain wealthy their women property. who want to. We get an old wagon, like a big mm. old. Mm-hmm. Imagine us mm-hmm. on like a a Conestoga, but it's kind of like one of those little, um, you know, those little pedal, those little pedal cars they have yeah. downtown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it's like eight Petty ladies cab. pedicabs, yeah, but they they pedal themselves and drink, mm. and there's oh, music playing. Yeah, and it's like that, but it's it's us crossing across the the west. I'm Trent Thompson. And I'm Marissa Macy. And this is Pardon Me, a presidential history podcast. And today we're going to be talking about the California Gold Rush. Ooh. Ooh. Eureka. We found it. (laughs) We've. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. They found it. We've. You and I have found no gold. We found no gold. Boy, this is going to be way off topic. But one time when I was a little kid, I was in the mall. With my mom, I think I was at Yarings where my grandmother worked in the the bra section, mm-hmm. and I was kind of left alone. And I they found I had something in my mouth, and they like mm-hmm. spit it out, and I spit it out, and it was a diamond. What? And they took it to the jeweler in the mall, and it was in fact a diamond. My mom has it on her. Wait, how did you get a diamond in I, your mouth? God knows how. I don't know. What? <laughs> but it was on the ground, and I put it in my mouth, and. Uh... You know, so when they told me to spit it out, that's what was in my mouth. That's like, you know, we always tell kids, like, don't like, don't put that in your mouth. Right, right, right. You thank God you did. Thank God I did. (laughs) It was like a carrot, I think, or something. It was big. She put it on her mother ring. Like, you know, women will have a mother ring. Uh Like it has the birthstone. And diamond is my birthstone. So wow. My sister's too. Okay. Well, that's as close as you're going to get to prospecting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, imagine if. (laughs) A similar thing had happened and like to what happened in the gold rush and mm-hmm. just a bunch of people showed up. Like if this news had gotten out. Mm-hmm. That there were ha- just diamonds on the floor of the well, mall. What must have happened is a real a, 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 another person uh-huh. must have lost a diamond that day. And yeah. I just happened to be there. But what if like it had been discovered and 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 that there was diamonds in them thar rings and <laughs> People just showed up with their little toddlers and were like, yeah, yep. you start sucking up that carpet. You know what I mean? <laughs> we're not going to. Well, that's what happened. That really. is what happened. A lot of toddlers mm-hmm. came to a, to, to a, mall, a mall department store, department store. and started mm-hmm. sucking on the carpet. On the carpet. And you that's know, why they're absolutely not ruining the carpet. Horrible. Horrible. Many yeah. of them didn't find anything. Yeah, and yeah. a lot of the toddlers gambled away their carpet diamonds. Exactly. So that's <laughs> exactly. pretty much what happened. I mean, listen, it's the tale as old as time. <laughs> okay. A little context for California. Yep. Last episode was about Zachary Taylor. Mm-hmm. And we go into the war with Mexico and about how we end up as a country with all this mm-hmm. land that belonged to Mexico and just totally expanded the size of the United States. So a lot of that context is in the previous episode. Mm -hmm. But basically more, if you haven't listened and you're just like, I'm just here for the gold baby. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Dig baby, dig. Yep. Yep. Uh, (laughs) We went to war with Mexico in 1846 and California at the time was under loose control of the Mexican government. Mm -hmm. Uh, California's population was basically about Mm 6,500 people of Spanish or Mexican descent Mm -hmm. who were like Californios. Yes. Um, And then we had about 700 foreigners, including Americans. Americans, yeah. um, And 150,000 native peoples in the California region. Okay. Um, Their numbers had been cut in half at that Mm -hmm. point Mm -hmm. um, since the arrival of the Spanish in the 18th century. So. That's kind of the the makeup of who is in California. Mm-hmm. Now, the Treaty of Guadalupe Hidalgo was signed in 1848. Mm-hmm. This is at the end of the Mexican-American War. Mm-hmm. And control of California was handed over to the United States. Um, and, and at the time, it was not yeah. a very populated, like I just said, yeah. not, not incredibly populated with Americans. Yeah. So, so 
there were lots of questions about citizenship mm-hmm. and what what are how are we going to fill this land yeah, and yeah. and this was the case throughout all of this like mm-hmm. new territory. So mm-hmm. this is the this is what it is. So yeah. 1848 California is now part of the United States. Yeah. It's not a state. Yeah. It's not even it's not even a territory. It's just mm-hmm. like land. Yeah, I mean it now when we learn about this in American history, right? Mm-hmm. We're getting to the point of where it's just like America sucking up that land. And we're taught to think of this as just like there was nothing there. <laughs> yeah. Empty land. Yeah. Uh, just it needed to be tamed. It needed to be filled with Americans. You know, we needed to land, manifest that destiny. Land doesn't know what to do with itself. Oh, if Americans aren't on it. Yeah. I mean, it's like. Listen, land. <laughs> what do you think you're doing over there? Growing a diverse you know, group of crops and supporting habitats. No, 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 no. We need, we need you productivity. Empty. You're empty as far as we're concerned. As far as you can. Yes, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> when, when white people <laughs> look at a rich, lush, verdant field, they see just like blank, 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 a blank Nothing. tablet. What is this? I don't know. I don't know. It's empty land. (laughs) I only won't be full till I I, fill it. It's like we are like a predator that could only see like capital. We could only see like brands. Like if there's not a a McDonald's sign or uh, the the root of all of this is in early 1848. mm -hmm. There's this sawmill that's being built Mm -hmm. at the foothills of the Sierra Nevada mountains Mm -hmm. in California. And James Marshall, who is a partner of a prominent Mormon settler, Mm -hmm. because we have Mormons who have come out to California. uh, The Mormons were in Ohio Mm -hmm. and there was the death of their leader. I believe it was Joseph Smith. And they flee uh, and they find themselves in a lot of Mormons find themselves in what is current day San Francisco. Yeah. That's where Sutter's fort is set up. Right. It's That's like right outside Yo- of there. Yeah. Johann yeah. Sutter sets mm-hmm. up his fort and he also decides, you know what else would be nice is a mill. Yeah. So he makes this mill on the South Fork of the American River and he hires a lot of Mormons mm-hmm. and he's got a whole operation mm-hmm. that he's started. He's like trying to get going. Yeah. And now, he hires indigenous people too. Yeah. Yeah. And this... Basically, he he builds this mill and then he's like, okay, well, we need to deepen the stream mm-hmm. um, to get more like water power yeah. into the mill. So yeah. in the process of deepening this stream, mm-hmm. he finds gold in mm-hmm. the stream. Now, mm-hmm. <clears throat> it was not the case that then he goes, there's gold. And then the no. gold rush happens. Smart. It did not happen that way. Keeps it to himself. For, yeah. He kind of kept it to himself a little <laughs> bit. But the people who were working for him mm-hmm. catch catch on to it a little bit and some mm-hmm. of them go try to mm-hmm. find gold and aren't mm-hmm. you know coming to work at the mill they're like yeah, yeah, yeah. i'm sick okay so let's start talking about the 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 people here because i'm going to yeah. take you back a little bit yeah further. yeah okay so so there's this woman named jenny wimmer and jenny wimmer she was married to a gold miner in georgia okay and so she ends up and finds her way out there Originally, she was a cook for these Mormon men, but she was a little bit too much of a hard ass and they couldn't take her anymore. But (laughs) she's I know I know she's like a 26 year old woman with seven children on her second marriage. So a tough lady. Uh, But she's like imagine like an in, you know, like a a boarding housekeeper kind of situation. One of the skills that she had that none of these other men had was that she knew how to identify gold. And so she throws it into her like pot that of like lye that is boiling. And at the end of the day, it's not tarnished. And that's right. how they know it's gold. But yeah, like James. So she was there at Sutter's Mill. She lodged a lot of the men that worked at Sutter's Got Mill. It. And wow, so okay. she just was a, a, a folksy lady that was there at the time. Um, so yeah, when James Marshall, I believe, finds his little piece of gold. I mean, can you imagine we're out there and we mm-hmm. find we find a thing that looks like a piece of gold. And we're like, how the hell do we find it? I mean, we, so you bite it, you tap on it, yeah. you, you know, rub it on your ear. I don't know. Yeah, and and then so she so she is like, yeah, this is gold. And for whatever reason, she I don't know. She keeps it quiet. Uh, yeah. 
But Sutter knows. Mm-hmm. And also Samuel Brannan. Samuel Brannan. So at the time, mm-hmm. the the like people just saying like, mm-hmm. we found gold, da da da, was like a very common mm-hmm. like sensationalized lie that people were used to hearing. It was like just because someone was yelling yes. gold. Yes. People were not going running. It was like a it was a common like yes. m- myth. You know, the city, sure. I mean, this is the time. This is not far after. Like, there was a search for like the city of El Dorado, and yes, like you know, yes, so like this yes. idea, this false idea of like there's gold over there. Yeah, um, people are kind of like, yeah, okay, we'll show some proof. So, right. just, I'm just saying, people need proof. So Sam Brannan, Samuel Brannan is a Mormon, and he joined the church. Like his sister married a Mormon. He hung out. He's like, you know what? I kind of like it, and he joined them. And then mm-hmm. when it was time for them to flee, basically, to California. He had a boat that transported. And on that boat, he also brought a printing press and materials for a sawmill. So this Samuel <laughs> Brannan is a smart guy, smart dude. Uh, the book, this is the quote. He was a dapper and friendly man who seemingly spent half his time serving God, the other half serving mammon. Okay. Mammon being... Uh, I don't have a good definition. Go, I don't know what mammon is, but mammon is like money. Ah, uh, okay, okay. I've heard it as man serving okay. man serving serving his own self interest. Okay. Uh, spoiler alert: <clears throat> he ends up. Uh, well, he ends up screwing everybody <laughs> over, yeah, so. and he does. He dies of uh, oh, drinks himself to death. Okay, so Samuel Brennan. <laughs> but in the meantime, yeah. In the meantime, um. So he go. He's in California, and he he ends up. I don't. Do you know how he gets excommunicated from the church? I don't know the whole story, but he was supposed to be collecting taxes from the Mormons, like their tithes, not yeah. taxes. And now they're out. They're out now. They're out in he's, California. At they're this all point, out right? in California, okay. and they're set up in their church. And he is supposed to be collecting the tithes, tithes. You know, mm-hmm. the amount that you give mm-hmm. to the church. And I, I don't know all the details, but. He, he keeps it for himself and <laughs> he marries a second bride and he abandons his first wife uh-huh. and their kid. And he, uh, you know, he converted to the church when yeah. he was an adult. And once he had uh, been tempted enough by the ills of the world, it turned his head and he, he, he mammon won out. <laughs> Whatever mammon is. Whatever mammon is. It won. It won. And he was excommunicated yeah, from the church. Yeah. So yeah. then he opens up a store mm-hmm. at John Sutter's Fort in mm-hmm. 1847. Mm-hmm. All right. So Sutter's Mill, John Sutter's mm-hmm. Fort. When word of gold comes around, mm-hmm. he figures, hey, I'm not going to try my luck out there like in the gold mm-hmm. fields. I'm going to make my money off of a second store. So he's like, I'm going to open mm-hmm. another store Smart. near the gold fields. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, and I'm going to make sure I spread the word about the mm-hmm. gold. So yeah. he he actually bought yeah. um, gold flakes to put in a jar uh-huh. and went to San Francisco, which remember, this is very small town. Yeah. I mean, like not even a thousand people, yeah. like just not hardly a thing. Mm-hmm. He's in San Francisco, like on a apple crate or whatever, you know, <laughs> hollering to everyone. Hear ye, hear ye. Gather round. Yeah. Like there's gold in them, their hills or whatever. And he's shaking his gold (laughs) flakes and everyone believe because, again, if you didn't have the proof. Yeah. No one would believe him. So pretty soon, like about three quarters of the town is out in the mines. And he's like he's you know, he goes running over to his second store (laughs) and he pops up behind the counter with a different hat, you know, and is, is selling supplies and and rations to people that are not um he's like selling supplies and food to people that you know now need to be in these and there's not a lot of stores out there he's yes he He can charge what he wants basically exactly i mean now i can remember when i was being taught about the gold rush that this was the thing that my teachers kind of emphasized with this idea of the people who really made money were the people who supported in some way, the mm-hmm. people who are trying to make their fortune. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because you think about, like, people are so dumb. <laughs> and they get this idea of, like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make five gajillion dollars. So I'm, <laughs> who cares if I pay $500 for a shovel, whatever right. equivalent is. Like, Honestly, like, you're not far off. Uh, yeah. Pe- yeah, yeah. People are so, like, 
listen, this pittance that I may be paying for whatever supplies or nothing. Yeah. But but the the actual, you know, resources he's getting actually are the more secure bet. It's it's I and I'll tell oh, another thing that another real success story is uh the people that got out there with uh they didn't they weren't they weren't supplying the miners with uh tools, they were supplying them with other comforts. Oh, other yeah, so comforts. A, a madam, mm. for example, mm. who set up a, a house there with a I'm sorry, a house? What kind of house, Trent? A cat house. Okay. <laughs> It's like there's no like non-offensive way to say like <laughs> what we're trying to say. A house of ill repute. A house of sex workers. Uh, what is a good, a, a, a brothel? Is that okay? A brothel? I don't know. I think brothel mm. is okay. To yeah. say. I think you can say brothel. A brothel. You yeah. know, I never thought about the word broth is right in there. Ooh. Mm, you and I both love soup we so much. We do love soup, so. <laughs> Imagine like a soup of. We should open up a soup restaurant called The Brothel. <laughs> the Brothel. <laughs> It's on tape. No one can take our idea. <laughs> no okay? one can take it. Yeah. No one can take it. Uh, and I have some really good soup recipes. So. Do you? About three quarters of the town mm-hmm. leaves for the mines. Yeah. Now, Sam Samuel Brennan uh-huh. never dug for gold. Yeah. But he was selling these goods and he was yeah. making as much as $5,000 a day, oh. which is the equivalent of $120,000 oh, now a day. So. Like he he also was convincing Mormon oh. miners to pay him a percentage of their income in exchange for his attempts to like basically like secure land title. So he was doing like shady land oh, speculation. Yeah. But he never did it. He was yeah. like, you pay me 10 percent or whatever it was. It was probably more than that. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um, and I will try to get your land title secured. And then yeah. he just. Yeah. Went back to his store and put on his hat and yeah. rang people and was like, that'll be a thousand dollars for that shovel, sir. Gee. Um, yeah. So then he he ends up having building, getting like several buildings built in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. And he was kind of on his way to being the largest landowner mm-hmm. in Sacramento. Mm-hmm which was also a growing town. Yeah. Now, during the 1850s and 60s, he mm-hmm. became known as the richest man in California. He then gets involved in like vigilante justice of and course. like starts doing all this like crazy like illegal yeah. stuff. Yeah. He was I mean, a No, go ahead. Listen, you get a there's a pattern. You get enough money, you turn to crime. <laughs> because like What else is there? Where, where, are, the there for, where right, are the thrills? Where are the thrills? Where are they to be found? I mean, punishable by fine just means legal for a cost. Yeah. So if you acquire enough money that you can get away, now it's like, now I got to start imposing my will like, on other people. Find me. Find me. Find Do me. it. Mm. Find me. Mm. <laughs> he ends up like paying people to find him just because it's the only way he can feel anything. <laughs> and so he yeah. was like this, he was a womanizer, of huge course. drinker, would fight all the time with people. Mm. And then he... Get this. This guy sails to Hawaii mm-hmm. at one point mm-hmm. and is like, I'm going to overthrow the king and like what? tries to overthrow the king. He doesn't succeed doesn't like do at it. all. But um, then he goes back. He buys 3000 acres in Napa Valley. Oh my and God. he like hires all these gardeners from Japan to yeah. tend the land and yeah. he buys 800 horses. This guy what? is like, this is like... <laughs> This, this guy's nuts. Nuts. This guy like is I can't. And so oh, he then calls it. He, it's like meant to be this resort, uh-huh. and it was like catered to like San Francisco's wealthy. Uh-huh. It was the whole idea. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if it was successful, but yeah. Um. But then he gets into a drunken fight one night with oh, one my. of his employees, which is kind of just like n- you know yeah. normal behavior yeah. for him. Sure. He gets shot eight times. What? Bleeds profusely, survives. Of course. Um, but then when he actually dies in 1889, uh-huh. he at that point had gambled away and squandered yeah. almost all of his money and his children like basically got like nothing. And yeah. he was at one point yeah. like the richest man in California. Yeah. Yeah. So and this guy just did this from like start. It started just from selling goods to yes. miners yes. and like swindling people yeah. who were like desperate and trying yeah. to make money yes. off this land. So yes. man, I this guy What a character. What a character. Yeah. I, I think that California history uh is 
full of <laughs> big characters. I mean, okay. Yeah. We talked about on the Texas episode of people trying to get away, trying to make a clean slate. Oh, you ain't never seen a clean slate. <laughs> Uh, if Texas is too, uh, established law for you, well, have I got a, have I got a place that you yeah. got a terrible round Cape Horn to get to? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, okay. We should go back a little yeah. bit after, now that we're done talking about Samuel Brannan and yeah. his antics. Mm-hmm. But so a lot of the people who originally flocked to the region were not from the United States, like on, you know, east of the Mississippi or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, most of them came from Utah, which mm-hmm. was like also like a new territory mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, from Mexico and Chile mm-hmm. and white colonists who were mm-hmm. in Hawaii mm-hmm. came over by boat because mm-hmm. you have to think like, yes, that's crossing the Pacific, but mm-hmm. it's it's not it's pretty it's like the closest landmass yeah. to Hawaii. Um, it's like interesting landmass. It's interesting because. So far, the wave of American expansion mm-hmm. has been white people moving westward. Yeah. And now, and, and America, co- like, becoming, those territories becoming yeah. states. Yeah. And now there are people who will become what we will very much think of as Americans. I mean, mm-hmm. Mormons mm-hmm. and, and mm-hmm. you know, uh, they are already on these territories. Yeah. And then, like, the wave is, the wave of, of American possession is coming over them yes so so what what happens is we we also have people from china coming over Mm -hmm. just basically all around from the pacific rim Mm -hmm. um and the reason for this is because gold is discovered early Mm -hmm. 1848 Mm -hmm. um and the mexican-american war has just ended Mm -hmm. uh there's not any like the the only way to get from like let's say dc Mm -hmm. to california Mm -hmm. there's three ways Okay, the first way is mm-hmm. you can take a boat mm-hmm. all the way down the eastern seaboard, mm-hmm. all the way down the entire continent of South America, right. go around Cape Horn, yeah. go all the way back yeah. up yeah. and get to California yeah. all by because there's yeah. no Panama Canal. There's at no this point. Panama Canal no. at this point. So that journey is extremely expensive. Yes. It's like. And long. Uh, it very it's I think it's like the I, I might not be right on this, but I think it's the equivalent of like twelve thousand dollars nowadays. Oh, okay. To do that. So that's like if you're rich and you have six months. Well, right. It takes yeah. it's gonna take uh, almost a year. Is it like two hundred days maybe? Yes. Uh, yeah. and I mean depending, of course, but depending. It's, it, it's gonna take a significant amount of time mm-hmm. and it is like I it's several thousand miles. I don't I don't know. It's the, extremely the long. Distance. And um, on top of that, like the the benefit or so like it doesn't seem like there's any benefit to doing it that way. Yeah. But the benefit of going that way, even though you're on this like awful boat for like extremely yeah. long time. Yeah. Is you can kind of leave. You don't have to wait for the spring thaw. So yeah. remember the the gold gold was found in January of 1848. Yeah. Word starts to travel mm-hmm. there. Now mm-hmm. you're going to have more people coming from the Pacific Rim mm-hmm. than than people this way. So now there's two other yeah. ways to get from like say Washington DC to California. Right. The other way is you can go down through the Caribbean. Okay. And then go to Panama from the Caribbean side. Uh-huh. Cross by land through jungle and river and hopefully not get like malaria and yellow yeah. fever and all what- this stuff. And right. it's just treacherous. There's right. a lot of rain. There's extreme temperatures. Yeah. yeah. Um. And so, but then on the other side, you would wait for a boat. Right. Sometimes you'd wait quite a while yeah. for a boat. But then yeah. the boat would take you from the Pacific side of Panama yeah. all the way up to California. So yeah. that journey is about three to six months, depending uh-huh. on factors. Right, but again, right. you don't have to wait for the thaw. Also very expensive. Also very expensive. Yeah. Well, listen, I... <laughs> I if of those two options so far, mm-hmm. I want the first one because I want to be on. I don't want a connecting flight. I don't want a connecting <laughs> ship because I don't know if I'm going to be able to meet yeah. it. I don't yeah. want to be stuck in Panama waiting for a new another ship. So I mean, get, but it's I a want real, a direct. It's a I want really. A direct, I will say that the first option. Yeah. there's going to be a lot of. Um, it's not a smooth boat ride, um, and obviously. you're and you're sleeping on the floor yeah. usually because those boats were packed. Packed, of course, so, of course. Um, so yeah, but yeah. I guess I, what I'm saying is like it. 
even though the distance is mm-hmm. so much shorter, mm-hmm. there's obviously a, a side of wanting to do it the other way too. Yeah. Ne- neither that, of that, these that sound hike, great. That hike through Panama is Sounds not- unfun. It's not like good. No, it's no, a, no, It's very hard. I don't know. So the third option okay. is you can, which is the one that I think we all like think is the way most people went. Uh-huh. Um, and it does become the way a lot of people yeah. go is across the United States. By land. Like by land. Yes. And the issue with this is mm-hmm. like after a certain point, mm-hmm. you know, like right around the Midwest, mm-hmm. like just about the middle of the mm-hmm. country, mm-hmm. Um, there's just no infrastructure. Right. There's no towns yeah, anymore. Yeah, yeah. If you if you listen to our Lewis and Clark episode, uh-huh. things have not like yeah, improved yeah. too much no, from no. that like uh, state. There's a lot of monotony to this yeah. trail. There's and it takes forever. And yeah. a lot of people die. A lot of people die. Um because a... it's like your wheel falls off, yeah. you're screwed, yeah. you know, your oxen dies, you're Whatever. screwed. Your safe your safest bet is to go in a big group. Yes. Safety in numbers. But with numbers come, you know, disease. And a lot of people died of disease. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. so so this this was the Mm -hmm. only option for most people financially was to cross. So yes. Okay. Now here's what happens. Right. So now we've set the context of like these are all the ways you can come. So it makes more sense that like people from Mexico are coming up. Yeah. yeah. And people from China are coming over and colonists from Hawaii. And by the way, they have no idea what they're about to hit. There is a man named John C. Fremont. Uh, He is a scout that came and wrote a lot about the frontier. And he was married to a woman who wrote these reports up in uh, like really flowery prose Mm. and people would read it and that was kind of their guidebook. So imagine Mm. if you had like, you know, a a, a book that was like uh, a, you know, a report kind of told from the perspective of an adventurer and you are taking all of these things as like, this is my guidepost to know how to get theirs. There'll Mm. be this and there'll be that. What what happens is William Tecumseh Sherman. Yeah. He is a young army officer mm-hmm. in and he had been there during the Mexican-American War mm-hmm. in California. Um, and he had he persuades uh, his commander mm-hmm. to go visit these gold because word of the gold has come to him mm-hmm. and he's like, let's, can we go, can someone go and like check on this? Yeah. Um, and so he convinces his commander to visit the gold fields and mm-hmm. verify these claims. Mm-hmm. They're verified. Yeah. And then he sends this guy, I can't remember his name, but just this, this like mm-hmm. aide or something to yeah, be yeah. like, okay, well now go to Washington as fast as you can Hurry. and, <laughs> and run. go, yeah, run <laughs> all the way to uh, Washington uh-huh. and go tell, the, go tell the, their, about the gold. Don't so go tell that their president about yeah, the gold. Yes. There's gold in them, our hills. <laughs> yeah. So he goes to Washington. This guy uh. tells, Polk, you know, mm-hmm. and his aides or whatever, like about yeah. the report. And he carries yeah. this, like, I think it's like a 14 pound, like, case with gold in it oh, to good. prove, yeah. like, there yeah. is gold here. I have Look, gold here. here. I have a lot of it. So when, when Polk hears about this, that, when Polk hears about this, there's this argument uh-huh. a little bit, like, within him of, like, should I, should I announce this? Because yeah. then people are going to start, like, flocking over there uh-huh. and we're still like the area is not organized mm-hmm. is this like a safe responsible thing to do yeah um because yeah. this is a very newly acquired remember 1848 uh, like yes. it it was literally like the treaty was signed and gold were yeah. found basically around the exact same time yeah. so um when he finally finds out about this it's like do i want to like tell people Mm -hmm. because they're gonna like freak out and go over there and it might be kind of a mess Uh um and also then mexico will know about all of the gold and we just finished war with them is this gonna cause another issue are they gonna want to like try to you know fight this or something um but then he was advised that it was probably a good idea Mm -hmm. to send people over there because remember Mm -hmm. 
California is very sparsely populated. Now we found out it's very valuable land. Mm -hmm. There are not a lot of Americans over there. There's people coming Mm -hmm. from all over. So then Polk's like, actually, I'm going to tell everyone. I want everyone to know. Because we want as many Americans on that Mm -hmm. land to kind of like stake Mm -hmm. a claim to it, even though we have the land. We want. Yeah. So. So he right he has an address to Congress. Um, I think it's a State of the Union, and he he talks about the discovery of gold. This gets published in all the newspapers, and yeah. then we have what we know as the Forty Niners, yeah. which is in eighteen forty nine. All of these Americans mm-hmm. head over there. Mm-hmm. A lo- some of them by boat if they can afford mm-hmm. it, because it's mm-hmm. the easier route. Mm-hmm. Which sounds insane that that's insane. easier. <laughs> Um, but most of them over land. So, yeah. and, and here, here they come. Yeah. About 300,000 people. Uh-huh. Most of them are. Three, are mm-hmm. 300,000 yes. people. That is a lot of yeah. people. Many of them are armed, of by the course. way. I would um, be too. <laughs> so imagine. My goodness. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, uh, I'm about to acquire a bunch of gold. I better have a gun so I can kill anyone who tries to take it. No. Take their gold. I'd be, I would be a horrible, in a lawless land. Oh my God. Me too. Me too. Oh boy. I'm I'm done. I think we wouldn't have gone out there and we would have just been in our little, like, our, like, store in, like, Boston or something. We're just like, (laughs) you and I in history are like straight up, like, New Englanders. Oh, absolutely. Like running, running a volunteer library. <laughs> like, I, I love that for us. Yeah. Just like little, little, like, I think you know, we both have the, like, you know, the glasses the that nice, are just the, on your nose the, without the, the yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So obvious, obviously, mm-hmm. you know, with the 49ers, mm-hmm. San Francisco and Sacramento swell in population. Mm-hmm. You have all these armed people yeah. who are like, I'm going to be rich oh my gosh. Uh, coming there. Uh, it goes like really from a few hundred people uh-huh. in these towns to thousands. Yeah. But all anyone was concerned with was like, I'm going to get rich, uh-huh. find gold, yeah. get lucky, yeah. and then take it back home and be a rich person. Yes. So no one was like building, like at least not at first, yeah. like nice buildings or yeah. anything in these towns. It was all like ramshackle, yes. Yes. you know, it was a mess. It is. There is no one building for the future. No. It is people coming in and trying to exploit. It because is, it, you want to get out there as fast as you can yeah, because the, everyone's coming and you got to stake land and you got to get started. Yeah. And and if you don't go there and get that land, someone else will. Any yeah. amount of any choice that you make is going to be between exploiting someone mm-hmm. or, uh, you know, getting money for yourself. Yeah. And... What ruthless thing are you going to be willing to do? I mean, right. will you kill someone for their shovel? Mm-hmm. Well, if you will, guess what? You're the person with a shovel. Yeah. And there's another person who's dead and their story never gets told. It was such like classic capitalist like ruthlessness because yeah. even on the way there on these wagons, mm-hmm. if someone like needed to offload for weight or something, mm-hmm. like they lost an oxen and now mm-hmm. it's too heavy, mm-hmm. like, and now we got to take this bag of sugar off the thing, mm-hmm. they would destroy the sugar instead of just leaving it on the side of the road for someone to c- come and get it because mm-hmm. they wanted to screw over the people behind them. Yes. Better off, for, better for them if the people behind right. them die on the way. Better. So, it's, yes, yeah. exactly. And exactly. So in and there is no force that is coming in yeah. to stop that. And it is absolutely crazy to me. Yeah, yeah. The 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 destruction and the the selfishness. And I'm sure there were people who made selfless decisions, and we will never hear their story. No, because they never got rich. They they never. They were not successful. They got five miles, and yeah, their sugar was burned. Yeah. So. Like a lot of people, like Samuel Brennan, realize that mining the miners mm-hmm. was going to be more reliable. Yeah. yeah. Um, and also a lot of the people who came from China yeah, yeah. were facing really intense yeah. racism and yeah. violence. Yes. And so when they would go out in the fields, mm-hmm. oftentimes they would stake a claim, mm-hmm. find gold, and mm-hmm. then basically be like run off mm-hmm. of their, their mm-hmm. claim by mm-hmm. like white people essentially. Yes. yes. Um, and so a lot of them also when buying supplies mm-hmm. would be, because of things like language barriers yeah. and racism yeah. would get 
price gouged. Like they, yeah. it would be like this, this shovel is, you yeah. know, a hundred dollars for, you know, a white person. Person, and right. But for you, I'm charging 300. Right. And um, so a lot of them were not able to hack it in the gold yeah. fields. So many of them yeah. in the towns decided it was going to be much more reliable to open up businesses. Yes. And so that's where what a lot of them did and yeah. then stayed in the San Francisco and yes. Sacramento area. Yes. With prices being so high, mm-hmm. there's also just not a lot of fruits and vegetables being grown yet right. in California. Yeah. There's just like no fresh produce. No. Lots of people had scurvy, sure. teeth falling out, oh lots of loose teeth. Uh-huh. And you're spending all day long digging, yeah. you know, you would dig, at, you know, in the in the in the water. Yeah, so you you start the way that gold starts being found is yeah. by pan mining. Yeah. And so what happens is yeah, you get some you get some dust. It basically it, the way that you you extract gold from the silt around it is depending on the fact that gold is heavier mm-hmm. than dirt. Yeah. So you put some dirt in your pan, you swirl it, swirl it, swirl it, and you let the dirt flow over, and then what's left in the bottom should just be gold. Gold. And then they would That's do, hard work, by the way. Yeah. And then in on land, when they were trying to find like the source of mm-hmm. the gold, mm-hmm. they had this thing called a cradle mm-hmm. that they would so they would dig the dirt, mm-hmm. put it into the cradle mm-hmm. and rock it. A rocker. And and it would you know, sift through it. Yes. So they had this machinery, yes. but it was pretty back backbreaking work. Yeah. And they would just dig like day to night. Yeah. Um, and it would be it, oftentimes it would be like, you are not lucky. You're not finding anything at uh-huh. all. Uh-huh. But then 50 yards away, someone finds like a huge nugget. Yeah. You know, and yeah. so it's just luck yes. a lot of the time because yes, there's course. definitely, you know, gold in them hills, but there's yeah. not it's hard to say at that time exactly where it is. So you just have yeah. pe- thousands and thousands of people yeah. just destroying this yeah, land. Yeah, yeah. You're scooping up a bucket of earth yeah, and you're processing through it to find a little bitty fleck yeah. of gold. And then you would often. And then you don't take times, that pa- yeah. bucket of sand and like, okay, I'm going to put it right back where it was. Like, mm-hmm. no, it just gets, I, I don't, it Cost. just, you're literally digging up like, this land as if it were sand in a play play yeah, box, yeah. you know, and do it, who gives a shit? Yeah. Who cares? You know? Yeah. And it's, it's crazy. Because not, it was blank here before white people yeah. came. There was nothing here. Everything else is useless. Except no for biomes, these. There's no, no, no there no. were no people here. No. There's no, 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 and no. I mean, it's just, it is so, it is so heartbreaking to be studying this in the timeline and realize like, how hard these, like, I think of these Native people fought to defend their land. Yeah. And it was stolen from them. We pushed them off of it. And not even a blink in the history of time later, it's being blasted away. And, well, so this is the thing <clears throat> that they don't really teach about the gold rush is that it, like, coincided with, like, genocide of the native California Indians. Yes. And so what was, it was an extremely violent time because remember all these thousands of people are Mm -hmm. armed. They're coming over there. Mm -hmm. They have one thing in mind, which is that Mm -hmm. they got to get gold before someone else does. So anyone who gets in their way is like, there's no mercy. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And so what ends up happening is there's these, um, a couple things happened. So there would end up being these kind of like large like ranch operations mm-hmm. in the gold fields mm-hmm. and they would hire hundreds of native native people yeah. and treat them as disposable workers. Basically yeah. just like we're not going to give you any anything you need to have like to survive yeah. this. Yeah. Um, and yeah. if you die, you die because yeah. that's what we would like is for everyone to be exterminated is yeah. like was the aim. If if we could treat people like batteries and literally use up their life yeah. force yep. and then dispose of them exactly at the end of that. So the Pomo Indians were like very much massacred yeah. by uh, army men. Mm-hmm. This is like sanctioned by, mm-hmm. you know, what would become the state of California. Mm-hmm. There was a peaceful fishing village called Bloody Island. Um, 
they were just completely massacred. These were mostly women and children. Yeah. No one was held accountable to this. Yeah. Uh, this war of extermination was led. And mm. when California did establish its state government, mm. it would fund this war of extermination mm. from 1850 to 1861. Mm. There were 24 killing campaigns that were carried out. And the low estimate, yeah. this is like just based on like what was actually reported and you know they weren't reporting oh, everything, yeah. um, was 1,300 murdered. And this was a very expensive endeavor, by the way. This wasn't, yeah. th it, this, and this was California paying for this and then being reimbursed by yeah. the federal government for this. Yeah. These native peoples were stripped of their rights. Yeah. They couldn't testify yeah. against white people in court. All this was codified in the California Constitution. Yeah. Um children could be taken if if unaccompanied. So this was this idea of separating yeah. generations to kind of not only, yeah. you know, kill yeah. everyone off but also kill the culture. Yeah. Um they weren't allowed to own firearms and all in all, it's estimated between 9,000 and 16,000 native California Indians were killed during the state sanctioned violence. So that's the backdrop of what's going yes. on. Yeah. Like scalping was very common. Yes. There were just killing parties that would go yes. out like there, miners, yes. army people, yes. like just all of it. So, you know, the impact of this in addition to like all the things we've talked about is like, obviously we have this huge population growth in California. Yeah. It becomes super international yeah. as well because we have people coming from kind of all over the world to participate in this. Yeah. Um, and also it, this, this influx from the 49ers mm -hmm. has enough like American citizens mm -hmm. in the region where California doesn't have to go through being a territory. It can mm -hmm. just go right towards the statehood mm -hmm. debate without having to be mm -hmm. a territory. Um, so what happens is all these people came mm -hmm. to California. Mm -hmm. Well, there's not really like, there's like a ramshackle government as well. Yeah. Um, so we really need statehood. Like, I mean, yeah, honestly, the, 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 the closest thing they have to government is, is like, the miners will set up like their local law. Yeah. Like, yeah. Wait, they and there's have still, an agreement. there's still a military presence as yes. well. So there's kind of like a military yes. government, but it's, but it's a mess. There's, there's definitely groups of miners who establish like a system of like, you know, we agree amongst ourselves that you, you mine your own land mm -hmm. and, and you, you, if you're, so if you landed in a community like that, then, yeah. you, then you kind of had that, uh, very, very primitive system of government. Right. But then Congress and the president mm -hmm. kind of were like, they, they weren't like acting fast. They were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, we'll get to it. Uh, and they're, details. Like, they're like, no, really, we really, really need yeah. a government. Yeah. Um, so in September 1849, mm -hmm. uh, delegates met in Monterey, California mm -hmm. to draw up. A, they were like, let's just go and write a state constitution. Mm hmm. It was modeled uh, on other state constitutions. And it was basically like, this is going to be a free state. Like the institution yeah. of slavery was didn't make sense in California. Like even to people who were pro-slavery were like, yeah, that's not going to work here. So it was just a given that it was going to be a free state because... Whoa. What is going on is that you have people from all over. It's not to say that there wasn't slave labor being used in yeah, California. Yeah. It's just that codifying it into law yeah, yeah. like was just not going to work. The people of California are not in favor of slavery coming. Right. Not because they are benevolent no benevolent or abolitionist no, no, in no. any way but they don't want it doesn't serve their self-interest they don't so want to compete want yeah they yes, want to yes. be in this land where it's a fresh start and they don't want someone coming out and yeah being able to buy everyone out they end up like they make this constitution mm -hmm. and they're waiting like for approval basically mm -hmm. But they're kind of just like, we're just going to start like being a state, like without yeah. the approval. So they go yeah. ahead and start that. Yeah. In September 9th, 1850, President Fillmore signs the bill that gives California statehood. Mm -hmm. um, we will be talking about the Compromise of 1850 mm -hmm. in the next few episodes. Mm -hmm. 
Um, and that is kind of folded into this of like, well, cal- mm-hmm. it's kind of like when you're when you're doing a calculation and you're like, this is a known quantity. California mm-hmm. will be admitted as a free state. Mm-hmm. So what trade offs are we yes. going to give yes. the pro slavery factions yes. is yes. kind of the issue that comes up. Yes. Um, the o- one thing I do want to mention about this state constitution that comes mm-hmm. up mm-hmm. is that they did allow. So they they kind of there was in. Spanish civil law, yeah, yeah. there was not this kind of common law tradition of like when the if a woman owned yeah. property yeah. and then married a man, yeah. it didn't all become the man's. There yeah. was a they retained yes, some of that. Yes, so yes. um in the California Constitution, they yeah. decide they're gonna allow women to retain yeah. their property rights yeah. in marriage yeah. and and allow them to actually like own property mm-hmm. really. Because there were so many men yeah. in California, yeah. they wanted some uh, some some women of some means to come yeah. and be eligible, you know, potential yeah. wives to these men. So it would entice, you know, a woman oh, who is maybe looking for a new start or uh-huh. wants to retain her her property. her, her property. Yeah. You know, you have a woman who has like an inheritance and some money or whatever who's who's maybe looking for a husband. Well, Hey, why don't I go to California? And this way I don't, you know, yeah. just hand everything over to yeah. s- some guy. Well, here, so here we, it, th- that was the idea to, re- to entice some women yeah. that way. Yeah. Oh, you know what our business is then <laughs> is we start, we start traveling people across the country. Wait, are we travel agents? Which we become for travel wealthy agents women who want to retain their women who want to, we get an old wagon, like a big mm-hmm. old, mm-hmm. imagine us. Mm-hmm. On like a, a Conestoga, but it's kind of like one of those little, um, you know, those little pedal, those little pedal cars they have yeah. downtown yeah, yeah, yeah. where it's like eight Petty ladies, cab. pedicabs. Yeah. But they, they pedal themselves and drink mm. and there's oh, music playing. Yeah. And it's like that, but it's, it's us crossing across the, the West. Mm-hmm. Okay, ladies. Retain your property rights. We're, <laughs> we're on the retain your property rights ladies tour. Night. And it's like. Yeah, I don't want to sing any songs and like yeah, yeah, but copyright. But you in your mind can sing whatever like bachelorette song, bachelorette yeah. party mm-hmm. song, just mm-hmm. going all the way across, all the, the way west. across the west. <clears throat> yeah. yeah, that's a good business idea Thank for you. us back in time. Thank you. When I get the time machine worked <laughs> well, out, but I mean, yeah, we get. Do you want to see? I've been working on it. The time machine, the time machine? in your closet. <laughs> yeah, the time machine in my closet. Sure. Yeah, let me see. I just open it a little bit. <gasps> wow yeah yeah yeah, yeah yeah like i feel the radiation yeah going yeah through my there's, body. A, there's a glow that comes out let's so let's real yeah. quick yeah let's talk about the three kind of ways that you're going to get your goals yes right? this will be on the test this will be on the test so the first we've talked about it's pacer it's the pacer or i, I guess it's called placer mining that's okay. where you use the rocker or whatever and you're you're basically putting the dirt soil sift 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 soil sift 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 okay. well then so then what happens is all the easy gold gets found. Yeah. So now it's going to get a little harder to find. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're going to need a little bit more resources. Mm-hmm. And so there's uh, there's some people who put together this idea of a hose and a pressurized hose. Okay. And they basically like power wash away like the sides of the stream because now you're getting to that harder to get to dirt, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, okay, fine. Now we've done that. Now we realize there's a mountain. That like, it's it's not like gold. Like the whole thing isn't gold. But if you like demolish the side of the mountain and grind it up enough, and you can sift through it, you can find mm-hmm. the gold. So mm-hmm. imagine like, I mean, imagine just leveling a fucking mountain and yeah. grinding it up into powder, and then separating out the powder that is gold. I'm, I'm a little simple. You know, there was it. a town called Sucker Flats. Sucker Flats or Sucker Flat, like suck her flat. The, like the mountain yeah that yeah. was the idea they're yeah. like let's absolutely like suck, suck this land I mean, of all of its gold people yeah. are aware of this happening there are people watching this and being appalled by it sure but what can they do yeah and then once that's done <laughs> they start having to do mine mining yes like and, prop like what we think of like what, miners exact, with the, yeah 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 exactly what i was going to say what and, we and, think and now of we're now, talking about companies now, setting up companies right, with employees right. so now 
it was individuals going in and now and so they are because they are people who have the capital and they have Mm -hmm. the resources Mm -hmm. and they have the ability to put to cobble this together and these companies and stuff yeah so they start these mining companies and they have at their disposal labor of the people who failed at mining themselves they've got they've got skilled labor of the Chinese immigrants Mm -hmm. who Mm -hmm. are able to construct as well as the Irish that are coming in too. Yeah. And so you've got this immigrant force Mm -hmm. that is uh, doing the skilled labor and hoping to overcome the odds and uh, make a future for themselves. Yep. Uh, And yeah, that's America. That is America. I mean, could it get more American than that? (laughs) Yeah, it, it, it just really, keeps happening over really and can. over again. I mean, it's just yeah. I don't want to get on a soapbox, uh, but I you get, don't want to. I don't or, want or, to. Or, <laughs> I don't want to get on a different soapbox. I'm already okay. on this soapbox. I feel very comfortable. <laughs> no, I I just think like at some point, I just I keep thinking like, won't someone build a community? Won't someone care about like joining people together? Like you know, we're going. This is going to prompt the the building of the transcontinental railroad. Yeah. And the only thing that really as Americans got us to agree to pay for, you know, the connecting, which of a, a undeniable benefit to the sure. country is to have the ability to con- connect and travel between. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was so that we could transport gold. This, yeah. by the way, it's pretty. No one's saying gold isn't pretty. I love gold. It's wonderful. I know yeah. you do. But you can't eat it. You can't <laughs> breathe it. You can't. There, it it yeah. has no actual value other than right. being pretty. And yeah, then, it has the value that we've assigned it. But yeah, so that's it. it, it yes, the gold was there. But mm-hmm. like you said, the only the, the people who end up profiting off of it are people who end up either getting really, really lucky and not because a lot of the time mm-hmm. people would find gold, have like a whole thing of find a, you know, they'd strike mm-hmm. and then they'd go to a bar yep. and they would like basically be like rounds of whiskey on me and like plop like gold flakes on the bar yeah. for the bartender yeah and show off their money, yes. gamble it away, yes. go to the brothels yes. like easy and money. Then, easy and, come. And that's it. Easy go. Easy come, easy go. Because yeah. n- a lot of uh, these people have never had any money, don't know no. how to manage money. Yeah. And a lot of these places would take gold as payment. Yeah. So it's just like plop a nugget here, uh, plop a nugget there. Uh, Before you know it, you're out of nuggets. You're out of nuggets. <laughs> nuggets all been plopped. Yeah. Well, so. as they say, a, a fool and his money are soon parted. Well, okay, so our next episode is going to be on President Millard Fillmore. Oh, I'm excited. I'm excited because I I just got my biography in oh, the yeah. mail, and I know nothing about this Which, guy, so I'm pumped to dive in. I am too. If you like the podcast, please leave us a review um, on Apple mm-hmm. or Spotify. That'd be so, so nice. It would mean so much to us. Subscribe. If you, if you have someone in your life that you think could really benefit from all of this. Yeah specific presidential knowledge um you know word of mouth is is how we how we grow yeah um and if you have any corrections questions suggestions anything our emails in the show notes Mm -hmm. wow this has been pardon me a presidential history podcast